Today is Wednesday, July 19th. We are back with another edition of the Yankee Nation podcast, and this is probably one of the worst weeks of the season so far, as far as, you know, since we last recorded. Um, the Yankees have won one game. I think they're one and four since we last recorded. And uh, yeah, it's not, times are not good. The Yankees are in last place, and, uh, you know, the offense is not doing anything. Um, Judge may be back soon, and we'll get to that. But um, before we get into all the injury updates and stuff, uh, Brian, how are you doing? Um, I'm doing great from a standpoint of where I'm at in Southern California right now uh, at the house. The fact that the Yankees came out this far, it was fun to go to the game in Anaheim Stadium on Monday. <clears throat> it, was, it was really fun to see the electricity in the crowd. That crowd had to be 50-50. Yankees, Yankees fans and Angels fans. Um, <clears throat> the let's go Yankees chants that were starting from the, were, were, were dominating most of the stuff. It was really, really fun. An absolutely miserable ending to the game. Um, and I got to tell you, if I could have been down in the dugout, I would have walked Otani, but we'll get to that. Okay. But yeah. I found it very tough, very tough to manage the Yankee team from section 420 of the stadium. I really <laughs> wish I could. I really, yeah <laughs> but there were several around us going what is he doing <laughs> yeah um that was pretty were, predictable in there uh, man you know if you're going to intentionally walk him and put and load the bases early in the game why don't you intentionally walk him and just put a guy on first and second you know uh yeah but you know it is what it is and um well i guess actually i guess to quote saquon barkley it is what it is so yeah, that also. <laughs> that's a that's that's a tough week too. Anyway, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, great to see you, Ryan. It's uh, it's good to be back on my home turf again too. Um, and, uh, and and but but boy, the Yankees are not giving us much to cheer about right now. Yeah, um, yeah that that Monday. I mean, a couple of brutal losses with Sunday in, yep. in uh, Colorado, and then Monday in Anaheim. Yep, the one, yeah. the one, the one bright spot in the entire Yankee roster has been the bullpen for the most part, and both of both in both of those games, some of the key players in the bullpen gave it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah bullpen's faltering a little bit now, and it's hard to fault them because they've been Man. leaned on so much. Yep, uh, so far this season. Um, but yeah, uh, let's get to the first update, which is. As we've as we've said since he got hurt, it's gonna how this is gonna be how we lead off the podcast every time. Uh, Aaron Judge is uh, this this is the closest uh, we feel like there's real progress with him uh, getting close to return. Um, he's running, taking BP, BP, facing live pitching like Nestor threw a, a live uh, BP the other day. Um, and Judge was yep. one of the hitters facing him. Um, I think Judge had a quote where he said he didn't feel limited when he took BP and stuff recently, um, which is good. Uh, still no like time da- timetable provided, but um, uh, when Boone was on Talking Yanks yesterday, which I did not listen to because I was not in the mood to consume Yankees content. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! <laughs> like, you know, oh it's goodness. bad when I'm not even listening to the Boone episode. Well, well I'll fill um, you in, but I'll fill you in because I did. <laughs> okay, well, I, I heard some clips, but uh, yeah. Um, 
yeah, uh, Aaron Boone did not rule out um, the uh, the Mets series for uh, Judge next week. Yeah. Um, yeah. He did say that he, he feels that he's going to return pretty soon, which it's not going to fix everything, but it's going that's going to be a big boost. So. Yeah, and he's doing stuff every day. That's the key right now for him. He's not yeah. he's not having to need, needing to take days off to heal or things feeling not so good, so he's not going to do anything. He's doing something every day right now, including fielding and everything else. So he's, you know, <clears throat> good positive signs. I really could have used him batting in the top of the tenth on Monday night. But yeah, yeah. Um, we touched on Cortez throwing uh, batting practice as well. I, I don't know what the timeline is for him, but um, it seems like he's on his way back uh, as well. Um, he looked he looked pretty good reaching for foul balls off the screen that were over the Yankee dugout. <laughs> so yeah. Um, and then another injury that happened, which um, you know, uh, Josh Donaldson, he he got uh, I. <laughs> you want to look, say? It. Go ahead. You want look, to say it? You look, want I'm not to rooting say it. for people. I'm not rooting for people <laughs> to be hurt, but like. I'm not upset that I'm not going to be watching him in the lineup anymore. So <laughs> I, I, am not dis- I am not disappointed either. You know, um, yeah. it took one game. It took one game for, um, for per, uh, Peraza to, to tie him in walks and total at bats on the season. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he has the same amount of hits this year. Pretty much. Pretty Maybe. close. Um, and by the way, Boone had a, Backhanded compliment on uh, talking yanks about Peraza yesterday. I think. Um, okay. You know, backhand. he re- he reached five times in the uh, game yeah. one game one yeah. against the Angels, and um, yep. And Jamba goes, "Hey, this is a uh, this is the best. Uh, these are the best at bats we've seen from the Yankees in a while." Yeah. And then he go uh, Boone goes, "I don't know. These are the best at bats I've seen from Peraza in his career, though." Yeah, like <laughs> I, I think it's pretty. I, I think it's been apparent that the Yankees are not huge fans of Peraza, which kind of makes it crazy that they won't really trade him. Trade him. Uh, they won't use him to help the team in a, in that way. But he um, saw, you know, he saw thirty if in all of his at bats on Monday, he saw thirty five pitches. Okay. Yeah, he was the only one running up the count. <laughs> he was the only one. He's averaging seven pitches per at bat for his what are you five at bats? Yeah. And yeah, he reached five times. Yeah. And he reached five times. He's letting everybody see the entire arsenal of the pitcher. Okay. Didn't have a great game last night, struck out three times. But yeah. but he's seeing pitches, and that's one of the things that, that, that was a plus in everything. I think Boone mentioned that too, the fact that he was actually letting getting a chance to see um, a lot of pitches and, and drive pitch counts up, whether, whether he was getting mm-hmm. on or not. That's what he liked. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking with a friend about Peraza on that night, and I was like, man, the uh, the Yankees, you know, swing early and take late philosophy hasn't, um, you know, contaminated Peraza yet so oh hello Harrison Bader <laughs> in the top from... of the 10th oh my god yeah that was that was most disappointing at bat I ever saw right there but anyway we'll get to that later yeah yeah I, I mean I, I mean I'll, I'll say it right now I'm I'm kind of out on bringing back Bader next year by the way Ooh, really okay yeah. 
he's like a league average hitter right yeah. now. He's not gonna get a he's gonna get a contract that's not gonna age well, I think. And okay. he gets hurt. So he does get hurt. Um yeah, but I mean, finally Peraza seems to be getting a chance because he, he's forced to be, you yeah. know. Yeah. Donaldson is out. Um DJ had a good weekend in at Coors. Yep. Um Welcome home. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see how that uh if that's sustainable at all. But um <laughs> it hasn't been a good season for DJ either. So um, he uh, pinch hit on Monday night and uh, came up and got a got a nice little double. Actually, it was a single with a little bobble in the outfield, but uh, yeah, that was nice. It was a quick cameo yeah. appearance because then McKinney came in to run for him. Yeah, um, but nothing happened. Yeah, so and, and I mean, there was part of me that was I mean, before Donaldson got hurt, I was like, I was looking at the positions that Peraza has play, has played in the minors and. He wasn't playing third base, and there was like, I was like, maybe, maybe he just can't play third. But watching him play, I think yeah. he can play third. You know, he has the arm to do it. Oh yeah. You know? So, I I think he can do it. Um, I, I'm glad to see him probably getting some run here, extended run here. Um. See, uh, he did well. I mean, he 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 like Volpe can manufacture runs when necessary. You know, yeah, a walk, still stolen bases second, gets to third. You know, on a pass ball, scores on a sacrifice yeah. fly. Yeah, yeah. small ball. Just don't don't score on the. Uh, I, I mean, don't get thrown out on the base paths. But uh, right. that has been a problem for not him, yeah. not he just did get him. Picked but off. Yeah, he got picked he got off. picked off, and then he got thrown out yeah. on at third when the Yankees tied the game on Sunday in the ninth. Oh, jeez. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, yeah, those are the injury updates. All right, so trade rumors. I want to get your thoughts on, like, what the Yankees should do from a trade perspective. Do you still want them to buy? Do you think it's not worth it's not worth expanding the prospect capital on this team? Or, you know, I, I don't know. It's a good question. And, and, and you know what? Um, probably since, probably since Monday, maybe Sunday's game, I was starting to think that they should sell. They should be sellers. You know, this whole mm-hmm. discussion about Otani getting Otani and all that stuff. You know, it's not going to solve all their problems, and that's going to put yeah. Otani in almost the same position as he was with the Angels, where it was two big stars, Trout and Otani, mm-hmm. for the Angels. And they do. They they went nowhere. And and then you now you got Otani and Judge, yeah. and they may get to the playoffs. But the Yankees are not playing to win a World Series. The Yankees, and I'm talking Yankee management. This is a very frustrating thing for me. They're mm-hmm. they're managing they're managing the team to make money and to be relevant every year. But they're not they're not managing this team to put them put all in. Uh, and 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 try to get to the to the World Series and 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 win a World Series. I just uh, you know I see slow building. I see you know they're going to have a great rotation, but then you look at this yeah. lineup and it's a, it's anemic. There's nothing happening with this lineup right now. You know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, getting back to your question, I I think they I think it's time to sell. I think if Judge is not going to be healed all year and he's going to need surgery, you know, bite the bullet this season. 
and get rid of the pieces that are that are uh, some of the pieces that are hobbling you uh, and, and keeping you from putting some of the young studs into the lineup. Let the young studs play the rest of the year. Let them get all that experience. And, mm-hmm. you know, granted, it's an unpopular it's an unpopular opinion in case, in this case, but I think they should sell and um, and, and look to trim the 40 man and, and and get themselves in a position where they can start adding combination of young talent and veteran leadership mm-hmm. besides judge. I think, you know, Rizzo hasn't been anything since he got hit by Tatis. No. And, and I think it's tough for him right now. Um, DJ <clears throat> had two great seasons for the Yankees. And uh, since then has been. Since average. he signed the second contract with yeah. the Yankees. It's yeah. Been average. Hasn't played in any of the playoff games that right. the Yankees have been in. Yeah. Um, Torres is, is a, <clears throat> he's been, he's been, he's come out guns he's the best blazing. Player in the Yankees. Yeah. Right yeah. Now. You know, and I'm it's okay like, if he's yeah. getting singles, but he had a home run last night, beautiful shot down the line. And, <clears throat> you know, he was a guy you could count on in the, in, in at bats on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, it, the Yankees lineup has been basically him with like maybe some help from someone. Right. Someone else. Uh, yeah. Someone you else. Can't predict who it wants. is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just not enough. So, yeah. And, and like, I, I mean, if you're talking about selling, he's probably someone that you would consider moving. Yep. Yep. I'm not against extending him either because he's pre- he is still pretty young. Um, Yankees are going to get younger next year, I think. Um, yeah. I, I mean, Donaldson's going to be gone. What do you do with Stanton? Stanton is on the team. You can, yeah. you, there's nothing you can do with There's with There's nobody Stanton. that's going to pick up that salary. So. He has a no trade as well. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and as we said in the past, I'll take. I, I mean, I know it's not aging well. But I'll take that risk every time. You know, yeah. back at the time of the trade. You know. Um. Yeah. So, <laughs> regarding the Otani stuff, there was um. People, people were talking about like, oh my god, Stanton's playing the outfield a ton. I'm yeah. Like, okay. Well, maybe they're uh, people are like maybe they're prepping for Otani. They're probably prepping for Aaron Judge being the DH when he's yes, exactly, that's exactly what they're, exactly that's exactly what's happening because they. they but I'm not. Change. I'm not saying like they're not going to be in on Otani, but like. <laughs> but where do you put him? First base. He's DH. You play stand in the outfield and deal with the consequences. Okay. Stan's what not about- good enough to avoid getting Otani anymore. If you want Otani, you get him. That's. But but let's let's talk about first base. Let's talk about Rizzo. Otani's not really a first baseman. <laughs> okay, I, I mean Rizzo, he, he, Rizzo's going to be he, the first baseman for the rest of the yeah. year. Yeah. Okay. All right. But man, I, I think his contra- contract is what a three-year thing with an option after the second yeah, year. So yeah. we got to hope he bounces back next year. Yeah. But he's you know the tough part right now is he's. He, 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 you know, he's he's looking good at the plate in terms of seeing the ball and all that other stuff. He's just not getting, you know, when he, when he hits no it hard, power. when he hits it hard, it's right at somebody. He's really having tough, some tough luck. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, there's not a lot of power of anything. I mean, he hasn't home run since May, um, and this lineup yeah. is kind of built for station to station. You know, get on yeah. base, somebody has to hit a home run if they're going to score any runs. That's um, another thing. The the base, they're a bad basing running base running team. 
remember the beginning of the season where they were running like crazy and everything was looking good and stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, Monday night, Stanton, first and second, no first outs. Of, yeah. Stanton hits that one to the track. Literally, you could have had second and third with one out because both of those guys could have run. Even first base could have made it, made it to second. What the heck are they doing on the bases? Why is the guy standing practically on third for that pitch instead of being on second? They were running the on tag? the pitch. They go yeah. back and do whatever. It was just terrible. I just, I'm looking and I'm saying to myself, Stanton hits that and they get nothing out of it. And I was like, what the? Yeah. I mean, I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. You know, and that's a combination of players and coaching. You know, there's got to be somebody out there mm-hmm. to say, get back on the base, get back on the base. Uh, yeah, I mean, two more feet, it's over the fence. But the, literally, the guy's standing at the fence making the catch. Yeah. You know, and that's a big ballpark. Yeah, he hit it to the deepest part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm getting into it now because uh, there were so many things. <laughs> but yeah, yeah that, that one was pretty bad time. Like any yeah. other pitch in that the at bat, they would have been on second and third, but they, they, they ran on that pitch yeah which is tough timing there yeah. um guys the yankees have been mentioned with i mean soto i don't see being traded i think the Padres are going to try to win with him next year and yeah extend him he's got one more year um, left on his contract yeah i mean i want the i want the yankees to try to get one of these guys in free agency but okay um well gritchick has been a yankee well, killer wherever he is wherever he's at well, yeah gritchick yeah. is like even if the Yankees sell, I wouldn't be against them getting yeah. him just because the left field play has been so brutal. Yeah. Um, Dylan Carlson is someone that I would be uh, – That that's another guy I would also be open to getting regardless of where the Yankees are in the standings because um, he has like four years of control left. Hmm. Um, and he's he's been a pretty decent hitter throughout his career with the uh, – with the Cardinals. Um, and he can play center field too. So um, there is a lot of buzz about the Yankees trying to do something with the Cardinals. And you started, you, you, you were mentioning this last week. Um, yeah. With Arenado, I don't see being no, traded, but no, they're not going to trade one of those. At I was least thinking, right now they're not going to trade one of those guys. I was thinking of one of those, you know, one of those other impossible veteran trades that Cashman might pull off, you know, mm-hmm. Rendon. Way past his time, way past his prime with the Angels, you know. And I'm like, oh, that would be a bad move. Don't get him, you know. No. <laughs> Always hurt. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Good when he plays, I think, still. But, I mean, when does he play? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, the Yankees have been mentioned as looking for a left fielder, which – that's they've been looking for a left fielder for three years now. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, they're looking to add catching, which is interesting. Um, <clears throat> you know, Trevino has regressed offensively this year, which isn't a huge surprise. Um, but his main—I don't talent, know who's out there. Yeah, yeah, his main talent is how he handles the pitching staff. His his you know framing mm-hmm. pitches. Um, good arm. I got to tell you, Higashioka's done a good job to earn the extra playing time he's getting right now. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, neither one of those guys is a strong is a strong bat, and 
you know, this is where when you're talking about their lineup, if they had good lineup in the other, if they had a good, good, good plate appearances in the other eight at bats, you don't worry about the catcher. You want to let the catcher do what they do best, handle the pitching staff, frame pitches, be able to throw runners out, good defense, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but if we're looking to add catchers for offense, we don't want to trade off, you know. And this was what uh, no. Austin, you know, they're talking about Austin Wells right now, and and whether he, you know, you know, he's he might be. They're saying do, he's got great offense, but his defense is suspect right now. He's not major league. Yeah. He's not major league ready to be a to be a, uh, a catcher in, the, in, in at the at the top level. So. Um, That's why back, he isn't in double A right now. Right. Or, or he he's in double he A, not he's in double. called yeah. up to triple A yet. Yeah. All right. Um, so question for you. Now road there's Roadford, okay, who can he can he ever break into the lineup and uh and, and do other things and can he be as good defensively as the other guys? Um all right, back to Otani for a second. <clears throat> Here's one of my observations from Monday night on Otani and why I think I think the Angels are gonna try to hold on to him as long as they possibly can. The entire marketing effort in terms of the companies that are that are paying money to be advertised inside Angel Stadium, the entire effort of the, the whole Asian Japanese market that they are playing to. Okay. They are all in on that market. The Angels are all in on that market. Yeah. You saw you saw billboards with Otani, uh, you know his his signature on a on a uh, sake bottle. You know, um, you see um, uh, the 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 company that owns all the rights to Pac Man. Okay, yeah. There's a game that they play in the middle of this in the you know during one of the inning break, half inning breaks, and stuff with the fans. When they did their their cameos throughout the stadium, which, by the way, we did get on one or two cameos in the big mm-hmm. screen, um, but it was only because we had Angel fans in front of us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and these cute little kids who could dance. Anyway, <laughs> but the uh, the uh, the cameos and stuff, you see a tremendous Asian Japanese presence in the in the uh, uh, on the you know supporting the Angels in the stadium. So. I actually think his best shot, if if they're gonna if they're gonna continue to do that kind of stuff, the best shot for him is Seattle. So that I would think, make sense. Yeah, I think the Mariners are in, or and he's you know he's stayed with them. He's in the off season. He's he's lived there twice. Um, so mm-hmm. you know there's a possibility there. So I just don't think looking at the whole big picture on on his value, yes, he would bring a tremendous value to New York. I mean, look at what we've done with Hideki Matsui and. Uh, yeah, uh, all the, all Yankee the other... Stadium had like Japanese yeah. sponsors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Matsu was here. Yeah, they could do it all. You know, I just don't think the Yankees can promise him that they're going to give him a World Series. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, yeah. Like if it, if the West Coast preference wasn't a thing, I would mm-hmm. say it would be a greater chance of happening. I I think like. Despite this year, the Yankees are in the playoffs every year. Yeah. I know that's. I know they fail in October every year, mm-hmm. but he hasn't gotten to October. Right. True. And you know, I, I think uh, Yankee Stadium in the playoffs is one of the best stages to play on in all of sports. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, I, I mean, there's also a report that he maybe he well he wants a private lifestyle. Maybe that's 
maybe Seattle fits him then. But I, yeah. I don't know if Seattle's going to pay the top dollar either. <clears throat> I still True. think that I still think the Dodgers make the, the most sense. For, Dodgers, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, so, um, I, and I think he would have been a Dodger if the if the DH role was not. Um, if the universal DH oh, was in had play. been in play, had it been in play, then so, yes, you're right. Could be. Um, Either way, yep, yeah, it's going to be a tough uphill battle for the Yankees to try to bring him over. I think so. Yeah, I, I want him to try, but we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think. No, definitely. Want I think that okay. I I think the most likely way that he signs is 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 if the Yankees trade for him and then they like sneak in the playoffs and have like a little bit of a run. And then he's like, okay, I like this. I'm going to, yeah. that's, yeah. that's the way that it happens. Yeah. Um, but man, trading for him without knowing that he's going to extend is that's a risky thing, especially with the, where the Yankees are um, yeah. in the standings. Um, but yeah, the Yankees are looking to add left fielder. We know that, but uh, bullpen makes sense. Every team that's trying to win is trying to add yeah. bullpen. Yeah. Um, starting rotation, which makes sense with the injuries that the Yankees have had. On paper, if the Yan- if everyone was healthy, the Yankees wouldn't need a starter, but they could use... I think, I think there was a Frankie Montas uh, update the other day, too. Frankie Montas oh, yeah. was actually going to travel with the Yankees or something like that to uh, Anaheim. Mm-hmm. I didn't see him on the roster. I, I mean, not on the yeah, roster, no, no. but I didn't see him in the dugout or anything when we were there. Um, mm-hmm. But supposedly he was going to be traveling with the team to I guess do a bullpen or something. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and then obviously we mentioned catching too. So, yep. Um, which, yeah, I mean, Yankees could have been on, in on Sean Murphy this off season if they wanted an elite catcher. Oh, you know, yeah. But, no kidding. Um, yeah. Two guys that the, that I, from the A's that the, the Braves ended up with that would have been really good as Yankees are Matt Olson and, and Sean Murphy. So, yes. Um, uh, yeah. uh, what might have been? Uh, yeah. Before we get to the games, uh, we got to talk about the star insurance patch. Yankees are getting $25 million a year for the star insurance patch. And, uh, of course, all the comments were, this money better go to Otani or Soto. Yeah. <laughs> so... I actually thought it might have been a deal they cut for whoever was paying the insurance policy on Jacoby Ellsbury going down every year. They didn't, <laughs> you, know, I think, you know. I think they're done paying that, luckily. I, they, but. They, they, but they got paid. They got paid for yeah. paying that, too. So yeah. uh, a lot of that did not come out of their own wallet. So No. Yeah. So. Who is yeah. Star Insurance? Who are they? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. They're the new Yankees jersey patch sponsor. That's all. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So you got Nike, you got the Nike swish, and you got store insurance as the two logos yeah. on everything now. So, but when, I guess, I, and we said, I, I did not see it on the away uniforms this week, uh, you know, up here. Um, and you said that you think it's coming sometime next month. I think, Let's I think see. like a couple of days, uh, well, later. Maybe when the Yankees are back home, I think it might be. Uh, I think I I'm just throwing a date out there. At, I thought I heard, but maybe the 24th of July. I think, but we'll see. First, I, I mean, I I don't know about you personally, but I'm not. Uh, you know, 
obviously I wouldn't, I don't want the patch there, but I'm not like up in arms about it. I don't know about nah. you. No, this, it's the this reality is going to be, yeah. Yep. Padres so have a big one through. on their sleeve, but it yeah. blends in with their, their uniform. So this is through the 2031 season. Yeah. And it actually will be debuting on July 21st. So basically, this coming Friday. Oh, so, when, yeah, when the Yankees are back home, and yep. they play, uh, they play the Royals that day. So, yep. All right. So, game recaps. The first one was started off with just a Stanton home run. Everyone's like, "Oh my God, Sean Casey fixed the Yankees!" But then, uh, <laughs> rest of the game was much more of the same that we're used to. Yes. Um, yes. Rodon gave up four runs in this game and by the way i'm not gonna be panic panicking about rodan one start in course oh, field no. one no i i saw some tweets beforehand where it's like expect rodan to struggle here because like the the movement on his pitches are going to be lacking the yep. margin for error with him <laughs> specifically in course field is very thin so i i honestly think it could have been worse for him so yeah, um, yeah. I think uh, Rodon goes tonight against uh, the Angels, so we'll right. see how that goes for him. <clears throat> yeah, that was so. the other option, trying to get to tonight's game. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, we just got too many things going on around here. Maybe yeah, because we're still trying to put the house back together from the flood. Mm. Anyway, anyway, um, you know, uh, yeah, it was one one big shot by Stanton, and then everything else was the same. I got to tell you, I'm a little worried about Michael King. So. Yeah, he's been – I don't want to say he's a problem, but he's been struggling a bit, bit lately. Yep. And, you know, you think about last year, he got hurt about this time and, uh, you know, hasn't really pitched a full season in the role that he is in. So, yeah. <clears throat> um, and, yeah, I think uh, you texted me uh, – you DM'd me on Twitter later in this game and I was like, another Abreu home run? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that guy, why is he still in this roster? Why is he still up? I, you know, he only For comes time, in. That's what he is. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's like, holy crap. <clears throat> He's the guy you throw in there when you know you're, when you're giving up on the game. So, yeah. When you're up 10 runs or you're yeah. down seven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So not a good way to start the second half. No. no. Um, the next night, Clark Schmidt has, uh, you know, Clark Schmidt has been good, and I think he could be someone who gets put in a trade. By the way, if they're trying to, they would do that. He's, yeah, and I think it, they they would have to get an arm back too. But yeah. I think that could be someone they're swapping out. You know, so it was also also discussion because he's now he's now pitched more innings this year than he's pitched in any other year, and um, yeah. And there was a discussion about, and he came in just before the All Star break, and he did pitch a relief on Sun on the Sunday before the All Star break. So yep. <clears throat> I could see him taking over the King role if King is really continues to struggle, and Cortez is back. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that means they'd probably have to trade for an arm, but um, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, he has gotten better throughout the season. You know, yeah, like he's the, done really the workload well. hasn't gotten to him you know 
and, and he, he started looked, he started the season and I was thinking like okay this guy is not a starter so yeah but he's but figured it out he's figured it out and he did it in course field you know I mean he helped yeah. him, you know and and I think that's awesome I mean yeah yeah there, if there's a guy who's quietly having a really really good second half of the season or really really good you know improvement on the whole season it's Schmidt he's really you know yeah I think we're seeing what we had hoped when it was like two or three springs ago when he was really, you know, showing dominance. And, and I think that's, yeah. you know, he's now got command of his pitches. He's using, he's using his breaking stuff more now than he, than he ever, than he ever did before too. They showed that stat the other day. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, Yankees were facing a pitcher who was one of the worst pitchers and, you know, one of the worst pitchers in the the Rockies rotation that is not good. Yep. And uh, they did thankfully get to him on Saturday. Um, that was a Stan RBI ground out that happened early on. Um, Schmidt balked in a run. <laughs> That's yeah. the one run he gave up. Um, but the Yankees scored five runs in the, uh, I think it was the second. second. It was the second. Yeah. Yep. yeah. It was a Higashioka sack fly. And then it was a Glaber single. And, and a three uh, run shot. Yeah. Stan's been good since uh, he's. I feel like he started to figure things out mm -hmm. going into the break in that um, Cubs series. Yeah, um, he did have a good weekend in uh, Colorado. He was the only one to hit a home run on the Yankees in Colorado, by the way, which is a bad sign when you're <laughs> yeah, when know, you're there. Right? So um, lightest air. You only get there once every, I guess, what two three years now. It'll be every yeah. two years now. But yeah, yeah. Um, Rocky scored in the seventh. I think it, you know they tried to let Schmidt pitch in the seventh. He uh, he gave up a run. Um, then uh, Yankees closed out the game six to three. So yep. that's the only win we got to talk about. So that is that was the win. And you know it's a shame because the guy who came after that in game three pitched a great game, as you said. Yeah, yeah. Um, Garrett Cole now has the most games with 10 plus struck strikeouts in Yankees history. I think by the way, yeah. he had 11 strikeouts in this game. Yep. Gave up one run on a home run. Um, pitched six, six, uh, pitched six innings. Yankees kind of struggled to score early on. Then they finally get the lead and you think it's, it's a comfortable, you know, yeah. not like easy win, but you know, Yankees are kind of holding onto their three, one lead. And then you run into trouble in the eighth inning. It's, uh, you know, Canely, who's been so good. Um, he, here's a guy who does not like, got some unlucky yeah. bounces in this, in this but, inning as well. But there was, there was a, there's a guy who in the two outings he, he did pitch in and, in, in, uh, in Colorado did not look good in Colorado. So, no, no. Um, yeah, I, I it, Unluckily, the last batter he faced, it was like a dribbler to third. That was just no chance to, um, no chance to get an out, and it loaded the bases. And then you know you bring in Holmes, which like, yep, no I don't fault him for bringing in Holmes, no. and uh, he gives up the grand slam. Um, you know, and that that, that was just like okay, yeah. Quickly, I, I just, you go I just laughed when I saw it. Yeah. <laughs> just, I was like. I'm past the point of like getting super mad about losses now. I'm like, okay, how are we going to lose now? 
Right. Well, that's the <laughs> tough part. But this is, and again, these are your these are your bullpen studs, you yeah. know, and stuff. And but it's you go from being up two runs to being down two runs in a heartbeat. I was yeah. I was pleased that they fought back. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. In the ninth, it was um, it was a Glaber RBI single. Um, then it's second and third and one out. Yeah. And Bader, Bader hits a sack fly to left, and um, Peraza just overly aggressive gets thrown out at third to end the inning. Fortunately, um, Torres scored ahead of that. So yeah, so Yankees did tie the game there. Um, go into extra innings. Yankees do not score in the top of the tenth. Bader gets thrown out at third on a going on yeah. a contact play, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, IKF had a. It was like a week chopper back to the pitcher i think um yankees don't score in the 10th i think it was nick ramirez in the in the 10th he actually got through it so um props to him for that but next inning it was uh it was a oswaldo cabrera rbi single and then it was a peraza rbi single but have who pinch hit or he, he went in as a substitution for rizzo i think it was actually um, Ian, Hamil- in the game. Ian Hamilton that, that, that oh uh, Ian Hamilton yeah yeah that did it, and then uh, Nick Nick was a little less fortunate because uh, Marinacho gave it up at the end so mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah I mean Yankees are up seven to five you're thinking maybe yep. they steal one here but um yeah Nick Ramirez gives up the home run to Crone um and you know. Nick Ramirez is meant to pitch to lefties if he's yep. meant to pitch to anyone. And Crone is, <clears throat> it's not a surprising outcome that Crone hit a home run off of him. Right. Right. And Marinaccio, who, you know, by the way, I concerned when he comes into the games now, um, he needs to come in at the start of an inning. He can't come in with runners on base. Yeah. It, you know, it, it, that's just not his, he, he, he luckily got out of it on Monday night, but, um, yeah, you know, it, that's, that it, throughout the season, that's been his his you know modus operandi. He needs to start an inning because he will yeah. walk or two, walk a guy or two, but still work his way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, he gives up the home run to Alan Trejo, I think. Uh, yep. Yeah, that was just a brutal weekend in Colorado. That's what that's what it was. <laughs> To a sub five hundred team, so they lose another series to a sub. They did yeah. bookended the All Star game by by losing two two series to National League sub five hundred teams. Yeah, yeah, and the worst team in the National League West. Yes, yeah. Which I, I get that, like Colorado, they do have a home field advantage. Like they're always like better at home. Even yeah. they're always decent at home, even <clears> if they're <throat> bad. Like a bad team overall, but still, that's. That's a game you got to win at the end there. Yeah. And then we move on to Monday's game, which I think I just want to hear your, I want to hear your thoughts on this game. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know, it was great. It was very exciting. Like I said, it was super exciting. The the stadium was pumped with Yankee fans. Even my section, we had more Yankee fans than we had Angel fans. And, um, and we sat, you know, again, I was in section 420, which was right up behind home plate. Um, definitely foul ball territory, by the way. Um, we must have had four or five come up around us, but nothing directly at us. Um, and it was, it was, it was, a, it was, it was, 
so it was sort it was good to see that they put something to you know that they had they had um I I, I all right I went in I went in feeling that you know Sevy uh, I, I they had swapped Domingo Herman to game two he was originally scheduled to go in game one okay and that's why I selected game one because you and I talked last week I didn't want to go to Sevy uh yeah. and he was supposed to pitch game two well they paid they pitched him Monday night he struggled, but he got through it all. Uh, he did get a couple of breaks um, and stuff. Um, <clears throat> I thought he – I was surprised he actually got, got to pitch into the seventh inning um, because I thought I thought he was going to be done. Uh, uh, but it was just a – all right. Then you see them make the base running errors, Peraza – gets picked off first, you know, mm. now he slipped coming back. Okay. You could see he was leaning, leaning towards second, but when he came back, he just spun his wheels and, and didn't, and, and had no chance to get back at that point. Okay. Um, so the Yankees that kind of was set in the mood of the Yankees taking themselves out of any opportunities because of what they were trying to do, uh, during the game. Uh, <sighs> Glaber you can count on. Okay, he he did he you know he's he's just continued his hot streak and stuff. Um, everything the Yankees did, they did with two outs. So, you know, even when they scored, you know, when uh, when Cabrera hit the uh, ground rule double, that was two out single by Bader. You know, Volpe to you know gets on two outs and stuff, and then yeah. you know the, I mean everything there was two outs, which was. But that was every rally in the game was two outs, and then they fizzled until that until that moment. Okay, mm-hmm. I think <clears throat> Boone, um, when King doesn't have it, you you got to learn to pull him. You can't learn to try to keep him in the game. Okay, first off, yeah. you don't pitch. You know, if you're going to intentionally walk, as I said earlier, if you're intentionally walk, Otani to load the bases when you have Seve on the mound and Seve gets out of it. Why don't you do the same thing with a two run? And he, his, his excuse was, well, it was a tie game. No, now you have a two run lead. It was three and, to one. And, and, well, and, 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 yeah, yeah. This, now, yeah. Now you have a two run lead and, and you, and you, why are you not putting him on first base? You know, his reasoning is Mickey Moniak is batting three thirty yeah. on the year. Yeah. But, <laughs> Here's Mickey, the thing. Mickey Here's, Moniak did I know not Mickey have 34 Mickey, home runs. Mickey Moniak homered last night off Vermont. Yes. The first time yes, him, he did. Which was, um, but, um, and if Boone goes back to it that, was, it's it a was seat. first and second, and it's a 3-1 lead. So yeah. if Mickey Moniak singles, it's 3-2. You have the right. lead. You so. still have a lead. Yes, you still have a lead. And, and, you, can, and you can have the guys, and, you, and you're working the guys and stuff. So, yeah. That floored me. Um, again, I said I didn't have a phone to the dugout from Section 420 to 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 say what what the heck are you doing. The whole situation in the in the top of the tenth when you have you start with the runner on second. Now, first off, I'm explaining that rule to my daughter Danielle. She's like, "How did that guy get on second? Well, we have this ghost runner thing, honey, that started in COVID, and we still have it. Okay, mm-hmm. how do you not?" And then you have the guy uh, on 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 third now 
with one out, right? Because Rizzo, Rizzo hit a ball to the right side. Bader comes up and saw three pitches. Strike one looking, strike two swinging, strike three looking. Yeah. And and literally, and, and I was just like, get the bat off your shoulder. What the heck are you doing here? That's my biggest frustration. And you said it earlier about they, they make contact early and then they watch the ball late. Um, as a and this is statistically backed yeah. up by yeah. John Boy has brought this up. Yeah. And so uh, on multiple occasions. Yeah. <clears throat> so now you now you got a guy on third with two outs, Volpe coming up and Volpe Volpe strikes out swinging. Um so, so you have no shot at doing anything at that point in time. You know. Uh the base running on the Stanton thing, granted you told me they were running on the pitch, you know. Uh that ball was hang, hanging in the air long enough. They, they, they really should have tried to get back sooner and at least at least get one guy over because um, it's a difference between uh, still a double play situation and, you know, first and second, one out versus, as I said, second and third and one out. And uh, I just don't – you don't give up. You don't stop. And that's what they were doing. And it was kind of like – I forget who was on second base, but they they uh, they kind of look at they, they they look at the third base coach and he kind of shrugs like you know because he he got back to the bag to tag, but the ball was already on its way back to the field. So mm-hmm. that was just frustrating to me. Yeah, it was just bad base running, bad action, everything with two outs. Um, and then know. Glaber grounds into the double play after. Yeah, yeah, the fly ball. Yeah, which is just. He's just, you know, so I, you know, I, I, you know, I, I just, they have, they're, they're, they're anemic. They're absolutely anemic right now. And, mm-hmm. uh, and they're, they're not doing much of anything right, uh, to manufacture runs. Uh, like I said, they got that one run early in the game with, uh, with, uh, Peraza, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Griffin canning. Aaron Boone raved about him in the, the post game. <laughs> Another pitcher who goes six six plus innings and gives up one run to the Yankees is yeah. They're making it's like every, a laundry list at this point. They're so. making every average pitcher look like a Cy Young candidate right now. Yeah, seventeen strikeouts, seventeen strikeouts and thirty outs. Yeah, what the heck, you know? Just bad. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> one word to describe yeah. it. Um, yeah, and then game two was never really—you uh, never really felt you had a chance. And oh no! As soon as they get that two-run lead, the first hits the home run. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Glaber hits the home run, which is nice, but that was it, and that was the one hit until Volpe's single, which was in the seventh inning or something <sighs> like that. A two-hitter. Yeah. Yeah, and another uh, another ace performance by the. Uh, by the Angels. And again, they were a sub-500 team before they faced the Yankees. Now they're back at 500. The Angels are back at 500. You know, yeah. I think they're a more viable lineup to to try to defeat than uh, the mm-hmm. Cubs and the Rockies. But still, Yankees can't do a thing. Mm-hmm. If the Yankees, I mean, the Yankees can't score three runs right now. Barely score three runs. Yeah. They're trying to win three to one. And yes. if, they, if they don't even score three most of yep. the time. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
yeah so that does it for thankfully does it for the the game recaps yeah so um look ahead there is uh one more against the angels then the royals come to the bronx and then the mets for two games next week so we'll be talking about those games by the time we record next time um if the yankees want to be buyers they gotta start playing well here they need this next week to be good um yeah I, i mean as they're in last place but as boone said they're a couple games out basically it's there for them but are the guys capable of taking it i don't know <laughs> they have a they, you know the challenge they have right now is they still have a losing record inside a division every one of the division yeah. teams is playing better now save the rays but the rays are still you know 22 games above 500 um you know and stuff but the uh yeah it's it's their chance against these teams that are coming up is is kind of tough. Yeah, they they can't beat the teams that have losing records. Then they they really don't deserve to do anything more than be sellers, in my mind. No. So. Yeah, I mean, standing up standings update. Uh, Rays and Rays and O's are fighting for the division now, and the O's have less losses. The, the O's yeah. are one up in the loss column, which is big going into the finish here. So, yeah, I think the O's, are, they're 20 games over 500. Who would have thunk that, right? Yeah. I think you predicted before the season they'd be this good. So <laughs> Yeah, I did. But I figured they'd be number three in the league still well, in the division. Yeah. You know, of course, we're, um, staring, we're staring up right now at the Red Sox, who I predicted to be at the basement. Yeah, and by the way, the, at the trade deadline, the Orioles are going to be big players because they still have guys, yep. like top 100 guys who are just blocked, not going to have a role on their big league team. Did I tell you that um, that when I was flying from uh, Norfolk back home and we were going to Nashville, um, that we flew with the, uh, the uh, Tidewater Tides, the Norfolk Tides? No. Norfolk Tides were the AAA farm system of the, of the Orioles. Hmm. There wasn't a guy on the team that was, they were on the airplane with us going to Nashville. They were going to be playing the sounds, Nashville sounds in a, in a big series. There wasn't a guy under six foot, three, six foot, six foot three, the whole time. I mean, these guys are monsters and they're triple. It's their triple A team. Yeah. And, uh, and so I think that was just like, wow. You know, I, I looked at, it, I, I was, I was so impressed. I, I sent a text to my son, Mike, um, who played college ball and, and, you know, and, and did a lot of stuff and he's, and I was like, I said, Mike, we're traveling with the Norfolk Tides here, and they're big. I mean, they were, they were sitting three across in these seats that barely they couldn't fit in. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, I fell for them. You know, they're flying yeah. southwest. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so they got plenty. They, yeah, to your point, they have plenty still in the farm system that they, and they, they, can, they can be – big big spenders and big big evaluators not only can they make trades they kind of have to yeah because of the guys they have or they're going to have a big roster crunch this offseason yeah on the well, hey, rudinette odor is now available yeah <laughs> wrote an Rudy. article about that for work yesterday like, did you oh, <laughs> yeah the tweet it was like oh he should receive interest from contenders yeah uh... like, Hopefully Why? not us. But... <laughs> <laughs> Why? Cheer him off on the yeah. bench. Yeah. yeah. He was good in his um, day. Yeah. 
But yeah, the Yankees are staring up. They're in the basement now in the division. And and oh, by the way, there's there's still four games over 500. They still have 50 wins. But when you look at some of the other divisions right now, you've got four teams, three or four teams out west that are 500 or better right now. Yeah, you know, and then you've got two teams vying for it in the central. So the link has come back to the east in, in a lot of ways on some of this stuff. You got mm-hmm. basically two, two maybe three dominant teams in the east right now, and that's not including the Red Sox and the Yankees. No, uh, yeah, and I, I still think the Blue Jays are kind of flawed too. But yeah, yeah, um, like they're a clear step below the the Rays and Orioles, but. Yeah. Step ahead of the yeah. Yankees right now. Yeah. Um. All right. So. All right. Awards. So, yes. Um. I'm going to go first because yours is a lot more fun to talk about. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Yankee of the week, obvious choice. He's come out of the house of fire after the, after the All Star break, but Kleber Torres. Uh, it, it, it probably he's the only Yankee of the week. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, you know, and stuff like that. So, I mean, I give Glaber Torres it props to him. He's really had a great July and stuff. Um, you know, there were, there was a something the other day that I didn't realize that uh, Oswaldo per, uh, Cabrera is also having a pretty good July. Um, not, not nearly mm-hmm. as many bad bats. And of course he did hit that ground rule double uh, on Monday night, but he's also having a pretty good, uh, pretty good July. But Torres has just been, <clears throat> continues to be hot right through these first two games against the Angels. Let's go to you. Yeah, my Yankee of the week is um, someone I could argue should be the Yankees left fielder right now. Mm. Um, uh, he's with AAA. Everson Pereira. He just got called up AAA a couple week, uh, yep. week or two ago. Had eight games, and he's had a, he's got a hit in all of them. Batting 305 with a 369 on base percentage, 914 OPS. Plays left field. Jeez. <laughs> um, I know it's it would be a quick call up from Triple A, but there are guys who get called up from Double A who can handle yeah. major league pitching. Um, with what the Yankees are rolling out there in the outfield right now, um, I think you I think you could probably argue that he could he should be up here right now. Um, helping yep. the team, but either way, I, I mean, he, I think he's kind of overlooked as a prospect because he's an outfielder, and you have Jason Dominguez. But I, this guy's been tearing it up in the minor leagues this year, so um, he's my Yankee of the week. And and I think that's a really good choice. And you're right; didn't he have a really good spring? I forget if he did or not, but I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Um. Yeah, he's uh someone I had I've had my eye on a, for a little bit going back to last year too. So, um, yeah, he's not he's not someone that like I would give up in a trade for just anyone. Like, right, you, you have to get a pretty significant player back for him if I'm yeah giving him up in a deal. So, well, you know, again, one can only hope, and if they are sellers and stuff, or they let the kids play. You know, that would be a, an interesting thing. I don't mm-hmm. think Cashman will ever give up halfway season. I don't think, I don't think, I think he's still going to believe he's a buyer. But No, they're going to buy. Yeah. Um, yep. All right. 
So all right, Yankee hopeful. Next. Yankee hopeful. I'm hoping Judge can come back and and just contribute. You know, hopefully contribute from day one in whatever yeah. way he can. I love the fact that you know. He's still in the dugout. He's still doing a lot of stuff. He's still doing, you know, things and, and having conversations, which is good. But the, the lineup is so anemic without him. They need they need him in the lineup, and uh, yeah, and hopefully he can continue to do something. He can still do something. That's his plant foot. He says it's not affecting him. He looked pretty good in the batting cage when they were showing us some video of that a couple of times. Um, you know, but uh, come on, baby, come on, AJ, come on back, Aaron. Yeah. Um. Yeah, need him back and not hampered by the uh, the time right. injury. So, right. uh, my Yankee hopeful is going to be uh, Oswald Peraza. Um, yep. Not even just for him to be the savior because he's not going to be right, but just make the team like enjoyable to watch. Which yeah. um, he does what he if he can have at bats like he did on Monday, even if it's not resulting in being on base every time, then he will do that so and he's looked pretty good at third i think so yeah he had a great play i mean he snared the ball and, and made a put out at home on uh, monday yeah. night you know um, i don't think he was the relay thrower he might have been um on the uh the other out that the yankees had at home plate when uh the otani double yeah. the otani double and, and then nito got thrown out um yeah, I'm trying to think of, but that was a great. Throw. made a nice play late in the um, yeah the Colorado game after he got subbed in. Okay, yeah, as well. So yep, yeah. So good. All right. <clears throat> All right. So uh, in light of the fact that pitching is really the uh, the the theme of the Yankees right now, because you have to realize they're pitching in every game, and if they can't score runs, the pitching hopefully will hold down the team. Uh, and stuff, but in light of that, uh, the three history moments we've got for for today all center around pitching. Um, <clears throat> now, it's not necessarily on the 19th of July, but on the 20th of July in 1965, Yankees pitcher Mel Stoudemire, who most of the audience here with us, and particularly you, you knew him as the pitching coach for the Yankees under under Joe Torre. He was a really good pitcher for the Yankees in their sad years of the mid 60s from the 60s all the way up into the 70s. Um, but Mel Stoudemire hit an inside-the-park grand slam home run against the Red Sox. Okay. Um, and that proved to be the difference as the pitcher had to score four runs and everything, but he held the other team down to three. They won the game 6-3 to three at Yankee Stadium. Uh, but uh, I, I never realized Mel was that fleet of foot, but – when you hit the park, you know, uh, when you hit it to deep center field, you're also hitting around the monuments at that point, too, because the mon- monuments were still in play. So, uh, so yeah. So he, he has a monument now, too. Yes, he does. Yeah. I remember when they surprised yeah. him at Old Timers Day. And and he also has two sons that played Major League Ball after him. So, mm-hmm. um, and so, uh, you know, but anyway, Mel, a super pitcher in his time. Okay. Another pitcher that came up around the same time, later pitched for the Yankees late in his career, but he was a Yankee killer with the Red Sox. Um, Luis Tian uh, made his major league mm-hmm. debut uh, in 1964, pitching a four-hit shutout against beating Whitey Ford in New- at Yankee Stadium. That was his entree into baseball. He pitches a four-hit shutout. Now, people know Luis Tian for his delivery, mostly. He was the very first guy that we ever saw 
where he would turn his entire body to center field before he releases the pitch. Okay. So, and you, if you ever watched everyone, and of course there's another guy every, after every game, big giant, you know, uh, cigar stogie, um, that he's having after the game in the, uh, in the locker room and stuff too. Uh, he had a lot of charisma, a lot of, uh, a lot of, you know, a very talented guy as well. Um, and of course he was a Cuban refugee that was able to, you know, get out of Cuba and, and get to the, get to the major leagues. So, uh, great record, 229 and 172 for his whole career uh, and stuff. And again, later in his career, he was a Yankee. Yeah. Then the last one. Okay. Now we talked about this uh, when Domingo Herman pitched his perfect game. Okay. But I was on the 18th, basically uh, yesterday, but in 1999. Uh, we're on Yogi Berra Day where Yogi's in attendance. Don Larson's in attendance. Don Larson threw the 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 uh through the ceremonial first pitch to yogi in that game and what happens david Cohn then comes in and pitches a perfect game against against yeah. the uh against the expos and the yankees win that game six to nothing so um and there was a lot of talk last night went on the broadcast uh the yes the yes network broadcast um uh they were michael k and and, and uh, of course the good news was david Cohn was the analyst of the game and stuff too and um mm-hmm. It was nice. David Cohn took a ride with Domingo Herman to the stadium yesterday to talk to him and congratulate him on his perfect game. It was the first chance that they had had, had to get yeah. together and do some stuff on that. So that was really good. So, by the way, regarding Herman's perfect game, Tommy Canely, he recently said he didn't realize it was a perfect game until after the celebration. <laughs> yeah. He was like, what, was that a no-hitter or a perfect game? I don't even know. <laughs> he asked Mike Harkey, the, the bullpen coach, whether it was a perfect game or not. Mm. So, Yep. <clears throat> yep. Uh, but that's Canley. Yeah, he's just like yeah. happy to be there, happy-go-lucky guy. You know, yeah. Big comedian. Yeah. yeah. So. And that's history more for the up, day. Yeah. 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 Hopefully a more upbeat podcast next week when we uh, record. Hopefully we have some more hope for the Yankees uh, going into the, the rest of the season. Um, next week will be the last podcast re- we record before the trade trade deadline. Right. I, I did check the dates. Um, we'll see where the Yankees are in the standings and uh, what, how, what kind of moves make sense. And we'll probably do some type of trade deadline preview type of yeah. thing. I think um, so. So, makes sense. Yeah. Buyers yeah. or sellers? Buyers or sellers? You never told me what you think. Buyers or sellers? I would say, like, I I would say, like, get someone to like. I would look into someone like Carlson or or, or Gritchick. But I would also consider someone like Glaber, you know, yeah. if you yeah. get something good for him, I wouldn't just give yeah. him away. But yeah. I would consider kind of both here. Like Carlson could be a long term piece, I think. I, I think he's worth looking into. So, um, but well, it'd like, be interesting. Then you're, you're saying yeah. take the only offensive element out of the lineup right now and move him. Well, I'm not saying I'm not saying give them away for anything, no, no, but no, yeah, no, yeah, but like listen to everything. That's yeah. what I. That's basically <laughs> what I would say. 
open so, to all options. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, sorry. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll be back next week. Um, hopefully a better, hopefully more, more wins to talk about. So, um, yeah. Th thanks for listening. Tune back in next week and let's go Yankees. <laughs>